0: latest episode of the Kanazawa University LSI podcast. The Nano Life Science Institute at Kanazawa University was established in 2017 as part of the world premier institute research centre initiative of the Ministry of Education, Culture, Sports, Science and Technology, MEXT. Scientists at the Nano LSI are combining their cutting-edge expertise in scanning probe microscopy to establish nanoendoscopic techniques to directly image, analyze and manipulate biomolecules for insights into mechanisms governing life phenomena such as diseases. Today we are joined by Professor Shigehisa Akine, a principal investigator in the Supramolecular Chemistry Group at the Kanazawa University WPI Nano LSI project. And we're also joined by by Professor Mark McLachlan, who is one of four overseas-based principal investigators at the Nnano LSI, and he has active groups working at the University of British Columbia in Canada and in Kanazawa. Professor McLachlan works with Professor Akine in the Supramolecular Chemistry Group. Thank you both for joining us today. Can I start by asking you both to give us a short overview of your research activities at the Kanazawa University Nano LSI. Let's start with Professor Akine. My interest is to develop novel responsive molecule or dynamic
1: functional molecules such as metal complexes or supramolecules. That is based on the dynamic feature of um, metal ions or coordination bonds. and um, Usually in um, Covalent bond is very inert, so the mm, it's difficult to uh, achieve molecular uh, dynamics or uh, some mm, motions. But the um, we are now trying to uh, develop new mm, dynamic molecules based on the uh, dynamic feature with the coordination bonds that may enable the spontaneous formation of large structures, dynamic conversions in response to external stimulus, such as molecules or ions or pH or light irradiation or something. In order to make such kind of very large structures in a desired fashion, uh, it's important to place metal ions into appropriate positions or appropriate shapes or some structures. We have to design organic structures in a desired way. So um, we are now trying to such kind of large structures
0: or dynamic structures that can move or change structures as we like. I see. Looking at the information on the Nano LSI website, it says that you are trying to trap and release guest species from nanomolecular cages for biomolecular sensing and nanoendoscopy. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Usually, um, in host guest chemistry, the molecule can
1: enter inside of the cavities, but uh, in that case, we, we call the guest species that can enter the cage structures. So, usually, a guest molecule can enter and exit at any time, but we think that it's important to keep the guest species inside the cavity until uh, the
0: guest molecule is necessary. When you say sensing, what exactly are you going to sense with these devices?
1: Yeah, uh, there are many kinds of uh, chemical species in the environment or some cells in biological cell. And uh, but uh, if we want to know the concentration or the j- just the presence of the chemical species, uh, we have to um, detect the presence or the concentration of the targeted species. So we need the uh, molecules that can bind the targeted species selectively without uh, interacting with other. Chemical species or ions, so th- that is a, a concept of the selectivity, and uh, yeah, we we call the sensing to uh, evaluating the concentration or um, just the presence. The advantage of our molecule is that we can close the apertures of the cages, but there are many molecular cages in uh, previously published everywhere, but. Uh, most of them has no open-close functions. So our advantage of our molecule is that we can close the aperture until the uh, gas molecule inside the uh, cages are necessary. So we can introduce uh, such kind of cages carrying the guest molecule inside the cell attached to the uh,
0: SPM tips. Do you think you could briefly describe the recent work you published in the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences? So that is the focused on the um, gradually
1: changing molecule uh, depending on time. So um, I'm also interested in this development of the time dependent functions of molecules. So we need the slowly reacting molecules so that makes the time dependent functions so in that case um the right hand structures uh, gradually changes to the left hand structures um, depending on time so maybe there are almost no research is such kind of fun- time dependent functions using the um, coordination structures or polymer structures or Various kind of structures. So, we are just pursuing the fundamental researches of such as such kind of time-dependent materials. During the researches, we found that the very interesting time-dependent functions that can change the handedness of the molecules.
0: So, what are the implications of these results in terms of your goals? The goals of your research? It's a difficult
1: question, but the. Um, Because the uh, time-dependent function is not closely related to the um, nano-LSI SPM researches or cancer researches. But from the viewpoint of the uh, materials science, I think the um, next generation of functional material is uh, the time-dependent function, I think. So uh, I'm very interested in the development of such kind of materials.
0: So thank you for waiting, Mark. Um, and I'll ask you the same question. Can you give us a, a quick summary of what you do, your research activities?
2: Sure. My, my, my research group has been focused on supramolecular materials chemistry, developing complicated materials from simple building blocks. And our, our favorite uh, components are using cellulose nanocrystals, chitin nanocrystals, which are materials from crab shells and shrimp shells, and also building complex molecules that we can organize into higher order structures. Um, We've been collaborating with Professor Fukuma in the nano LSI to image cellulose and chitin nanocrystals and to understand their surface functionality so that we can functionalize them to develop new probes for uh, looking at the insides of cells. Um, I've also been collaborating with Professor Akine in the NanoLSI. We've been exploring new macrocycles that can change their conformation to bind different guests. So inside of a cell, you have a lot of different species, such as sodium cations, potassium cations, other charged species, and and neutral guests. And we've been trying to design new macrocycles, these are ring-shaped molecules, that can adopt their conformation using chemistry to bind selectively to these analytes. And so when you have a binding event inside of a cell or inside of a beaker, then maybe it turns on a fluorescent signal that we can measure using spectroscopy.
0: And do you have any recent results that you would like to share with us?
2: Yeah, I, I can just mention that we have, we have two papers submitted with Professor Fukuma looking at uh, high-resolution nanoprobe um, microscopy of the surface of cellulose and chitin nanocrystals, where we can see the organization of water on the surface of these. They, they deliberately organize into very sophisticated structures on the surface of, the, of these biopolymers. Um, something else that I'm really excited about at the moment is we have some metal-containing complexes where, using very simple chemistry, we can change the size of a ring so that it will bind different guests with different um, specificity, and so we have these these sort of turn on and turn off um, molecular binding units that we can use to change which which guests will bind into their interior. So I'd like to change
0: the subject slightly and talk about doing research, given the constraints uh, that we're under because of COVID restrictions. Start with Professor. I can ask you um, how are you coping with COVID and the problems that we have related to movement, perhaps of people, equipment, and so on.
1: Actually, um, our
0: life is be- becomes
1: all, almost normal without, uh, except for the uh, attending conferences or symposiums, and meetings. So, yeah. But um, and uh, some um, drinking party or something. <laughs> but um, from the viewpoint of the uh, researches, uh, um, it's almost normal. Students can come to university as usual, and the yeah professors can come to university as usual. So we are now doing
2: uh,
0: researches. And Mark, how are you coping where you are with the pandemic?
2: Yeah, things are things are getting better, getting more back to normal. You know, we had we had a shutdown for a few months and then a gradual ramp up of research over the last year until mid 2021. Uh there's still some things that affect us, supply chains, there are a lot of things that are back ordered for months and months and it's hard to get uh replacement parts and also some chemicals even we can't get uh, as rapidly as we could before Um, I think one of the things that I really miss are the hallway conversations Uh, our university went to online classes again for the first six weeks of 2022 and during that time there were no professors in the buildings pretty well and even now there are very few that are regularly back Um, so it's you almost never bump into a colleague and have a, an informal chat about something. Um, you know, that's unfortunate. It's also really hard to go to conferences. I'm, I'm hoping that we'll be able to get back to conferences this summer. Um, I'm, I'm tired of online conferences, you know, there's almost no networking that happens, which is really the whole purpose of, of going to conferences. Um, yeah, the other thing that I, I miss is that I haven't been able to go to the Nano LSI for over two years now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping to be able to go back again either this fall or or, or uh, possibly even in the summer.
0: And back to research, and here's a question for Mark. Have you noticed any research publications reports from your colleagues at the Nano LSI that have caught your attention?
2: Yeah. I mean, something that I've been following for a while is, uh, Fukuma's work on the endoscopy imaging inside of a cell. And they, they published that just a couple of months ago in science advances, I think, um, super impressive results, you know, still, still a lot of work to be done, but the fact that you can keep the cell alive and, and image the inside of it with, uh, A probe is amazing.
0: Yes, the paper and the report got a lot of coverage in Japan as well. The national television networks and newspapers. And we uh, actually sent out quite a few press releases as well. So it was a very big result for the Nano LSI. And finally, uh, a question for both of you is... What are your plans for the remainder of this year? What kind of research activities are you planning? Yeah, we are now
1: planning to develop a new molecular sensors um, that, uh, that has improved the activity for lactate ions uh, based on the design of the previous uh, molecular sensors. And uh, we are also uh, trying to synthesize the um, molecular sensors that can um, bind sugar or other um, biologically important molecules based on the uh, metal complex structures or cage structures, and we are now trying to make a um, larger cage molecules because um, our previous cage has a um, not so large cavity because. Uh, so the molecule can capture um, small ions, or very small organic molecules, but to, in order to collaborate with uh, other biologists or uh, cancer, research, um, cancer researchers or SPM researchers, uh, we have to um, increase the size of the cavity that can bind the uh, various kinds of biologically important molecules. So we already uh, see there's some kinds of cage structures that uh, have a large cavity. So um, we are now trying to uh, close the aperture of the large uh, cage structures by using the, the same strategy. And I, uh, we want to utilize such kind of molecules for probe functionalization and uh, uh, use them uh, same thing for the biologically active molecules.
0: And Mark, what are your plans? I know one of them is to visit NanoLSI in Kanazawa.
2: <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to visiting NanoLSI again. I feel it, it, it's been hard to maintain connectivity, although... I have to say that now we've adapted to Zoom, I've been able to have joint group meetings with a bunch of researchers at NanoLSI, something I probably would never have dreamed of doing before the COVID situation struck. Uh, So that's kind of opened up communications. Um, In terms of research, we're very close to being able to submit a paper with Professor Akine on some new macrocycles that can bind selectively to guess, I'm I'm really interested in expanding that to improve the selectivity and the nature of this binding um, structure in order to ex- explore cellularly cellularly re- relevant uh, uh, molecules. Um, I'm also hoping that we can expand our functionalization of probe probes based on cellulose or chitin nanocrystals through this year. Uh, we've been doing some work and made some progress on that, but I think that, you know, that's one of the really exciting areas is to integrate um, some of the work that we're doing as part of the supermolecular team with the nanoprobe team in order to be able to detect uh, different analytes in situ inside of cells.
0: That was Professor Shigeisa Akine and Professor Mark McLaughlin. Uh, both PIs at the Nano LSI, WPI, Kanazawa University. Thank you for joining us and we look forward to your company again for the next episode of the NanoLSI podcast. Please visit the Nano LSI website for the latest information on the research activities at the Kanazawa University World Premier Institute.